The text that calls for our attention this Lord's Day is chiefly our epistle reading for today from 1 John chapter 3, and especially the 16th verse. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The story is told of a man named Jim who lived next door to the local Lutheran congregation. Jim had had a pretty rough life from his childhood on. So the people of Trinity had sort of adopted Jim as their personal mission project. They took him goodies when they baked. They called him before they went to the store to see if he needed anything. They sent cards for his birthday and over the holidays. And amazingly, when Jim found out that he indeed needed a kidney transplant after months of dialysis, three separate people from the congregation invite, or at, made the offer rather to help. Turned out that one man named Steve was a match and the surgery went forth. Meals were organized and updates were sent out on the church prayer list. Jim's life was saved. But there was one thing that always bothered the pastor of Trinity. While Jim no doubt had health issues, he could get out. And the church, it was literally next door. But in all the years the church had helped him, he had never even once come into the door of the church. One day, while delivering a quilt that the ladies had made for Jim, Pastor Bradshaw was so baffled by how he never came to church that he decided that he would have to ask Jim that day. So after giving the quilt and engaging in some chit-chat, Pastor said to Jim, Jim, I have to know. Our church has gone out of its way to help you for many years now. You know how much we love you, and you know we try to help you in every way we can. I mean, Steve even gave you his kidney. Can I ask, why have you never come to church even once in all of those years? Well, without even thinking about it, Jim responded like this. Well, Pastor, I've seen how the people there talk about and treat one another. They bicker about the smallest things. They often assume the worst of one another. When fellow members have needs, they talk more about how the person came to have those needs rather than simply trying to help. Thanks, Pastor, but I think I'll stay on the outside. Seems a little more loving over here. The Spirit instructs us today through our epistle reading. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, that we ought to lay down our life for the brothers. But if anyone has the world's good and sees his brother in need and closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us love in not word or talk, but in deed and in truth. This is his commandment, that we believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, 
and that we love one another just as he has commanded us. Yes, with these words, the Holy Spirit speaks to us about our life together as God's people. I think often in the scriptures when we hear these words about loving someone in deed and in truth, our mind tends to shift to think about those who are outside the church. And of course, there's nothing wrong with helping those outside the church, but we should be clear that our text before us today is not speaking about those things that occur outside of the church, but those things that occur in our life together. Yes, we have been given a life together by holy baptism as the body of Christ together. And so we are told that we are supposed to be willing to lay down our life for each other. Unless anyone's just thinking about waiting for that occurrence to happen where you actually have to lay down your life for someone else, well, surely this love is to be shared long before that situation comes about. Yes, this love is to be shared from each person to another. Our love should shine forth for one another even when we have a disagreement over something. It should be expressed constantly in real forgiveness over real sin when conflict has come. And it should be handed out among us to meet needs, regardless of how those needs came to be. And no, this love is not just to be shared within certain groups inside the congregation. Among those who already get along swimmingly, or those who have over the years agreed on most of the issues. No, this love is to be shared from each person to the other. And so, yes, that means that person whose personality about drives you nuts sometimes. It means that person whose track record is such that you think that perhaps they won't be around too long. And it means those new people that are welcomed in church that, yes, might just change the culture of the place a little bit. Sadly, I think we must confess that all too often we find it a little easier to love those outside of the walls of the church rather than those inside. And I suppose that's because the people closest to us also are the ones who can frustrate us most easily. It's much easier to assume the worst about someone inside the church because, after all, we think we know them so well in and out. We know at times too much in order to just be able to help people when they have a need. But when we do not treat one another well, indeed, we should first and foremost not consider what others will think of that, but what God himself thinks about that. What Christ, the Good Shepherd, thinks about such actions within his flock. If we don't treat one another well, I suppose we shouldn't be surprised if people don't want to gather here with us. They will echo Jim in saying, seems a lot more loving on the outside. But back to what our Good Shepherd thinks about all of this. Do you think he smiles upon it when his own flock is tearing each other down rather than building each other up? Do you think that he expects 
you to be nicer to your neighbor down the street than he does to your neighbor down the pew? Do you think he washed the disciples' feet in order to teach us to step on one another's toes? Well, surely not. So today we must confess such terrible trespasses. And let us endeavor with the Spirit's aid not just to love in talk, but to love in deeds and in truth. Let us fall again as we do each Sunday before the cross. For it is there upon the cross, no doubt, that we see the greatest love ever expressed in deed and truth, where Jesus the Good Shepherd laid down his life for us. But then let us travel also to the empty tomb. For there we are reminded that not only did Christ have power to lay down his life, but he had power to pick up his life as well. For there we can learn to rejoice as we continue to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord, that Jesus not only had the power to pick up his life and make it new, but he has the power to do so for each of us. He picks up our miserable lives and makes them new. And indeed, that's good news. Good news for you and good news for everybody that is gathered with you here in this place week to week. That new birth that today Alan and Alan and Amelia received, you also have received. You too are connected with Jesus' death and resurrection. You are made new, and you're given this life together inside of God's holy family. What do you think Jim might have done if he was convinced that inside the church people treated one another far better even than they treated those outside. Do you think he might have come over to the church one day? Do you think he might have then heard about his Savior? Would he perhaps have been baptized and received that new birth of water and the Spirit? Well, truth be told, we don't ultimately know the answer to such questions. But this we do know. If we are not known as a church, as people that love one another, far fewer people will have any inclination to come and to see and to hear about the one who was killed for our sins and raised up to give us new life. Let us come here not only to receive forgiveness and love, but to share it as well. For Jesus has died and he is alive in order that this might happen right here in this place, week after week and day after day. Praise be to Christ, who gives us such new life to share together. Amen.